0: Forty chess, yeah. Forty chess, huh? Forty chess, let's get
1: it. was that, Tito? Forty
0: chess, huh? Forty chess, hey, 40 chess, this a trade show. Patreon, with the trades go tapping and watch. That's what you came for. ain't gotta say my name, they know my name, bro. This
1: one
0: is What's good, man? We got McNutt at in NACM. Always start off the show with a trade from them. You should always make sure that your trade is in. Patreon, why not be a Patreon, No, you wish you could spend every day with them. Tapping and say what you gon' say with them South homemaker can fill up a stadium Next time you log in, make sure that you bring a friend We about to kick off at the day begin Go follow the socials 40 Chess FF is posted If your trade is F, you get roasted Go like and subscribe for the crew Apple, Spotify, and the YouTube You know Cooper got the wall Let us give you a walkthrough 40 Chess This is 40 Chess
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Dynasty Trade Show. So glad you could join us today. We got a good one. Are we going to talk about Mr. Josh Allen Warp Royalty. And that's Josh Allen, who plays quarterback. I know, Adam, you and I are getting more and more into IDP leagues. But the other Josh Allen, the guy who throws the ball, not the one trying to tackle the quarterbacks. But first, you want your deals featured? Patreon.com forward slash South Harmon. $5 gets you access to the Trade Show channel as well as a bunch of other perks. We got tiers for everybody, no matter what you want to spend. We really do appreciate the support, and I can guarantee you it is one of the best, if not the best, Dynasty communities there is. That Discord is always popping. And if you don't want to sign up, completely fine, but do us a real solid. You like our content? You want to support us? Go down, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and comment away. Engage with us. Let us know what you think about these deals, any good, any bad. Adam, I see you are really pounding the shit out of that new Red Bull.
0: Yeah, man. It's good. Listen, I got to get hyped up for this one because uh, you got me excited. This is a pear cinnamon, all right, for those Ooh. who want to know. Winner's here. Winner is coming. So let's go get to it, Mike. Not I'll tell you what. Not a paid promotion. Not a paid promotion yet. yet. All right. Yet. yet. Red Bull. Come on. Give you wings. Give you wings. Let's go. <laughs> Happily give you wings. <laughs> uh, but Mike Mike had all the, all the good stuff, man. Let's get right into it. You know, Mike, I'm not even going to – this is on me this time. I didn't get blitz my deal in time. So we start off with you, all right? We start off with you, and let's see. I mean, the fact that you can still acquire one Tyreek Hill to me is still amazing, Mike. Tyreek Hill, Zach Moss, Khalil Shakir. Um, For those that are counting, you know, with the math, Tyreek Hill, absolutely worth a first, probably worth a couple. But you're looking and you're saying Moss and Shakir ain't worth all that much, but we got two firsts on the other side. Let's see how the math adds up, Mike. We got a 12 team Superflex tiered PPR, 0.5 tight end premium. So that's going to be one of these uh, tiered PPR leagues with the half point tight end premium. That's not a crazy tight end premium. Best ball start 12. Snake Balls is the league, one of the OGs. So talk to the people, man.
1: True tiered PPR, too, just so when people know it. Like, they, I always see these t- people put like tiered PPR that's like half point for a running back catch, one point for a wide receiver, or no, I mean tiered PPR. Like, the point per catch starts at 0. .25, and it's all based on yardage. <laughs> 0. Every 0. every
0: yard at a certain point gets you higher points per catch. They matter.
1: They matter. Uh, Adam, I uh, kind of got one of those teams where it's uh, um, coming out of a rebuild quicker than what I anticipated. Um been yep. rebuilding it for a couple years now. And uh, this third year, it was like, all right, this team's doing well. This is also like a QB horde Where I didn't trade away a whole lot of quarterbacks uh, yeah. I still have like five or six. It's a QB even. horde
0: gone long How about that? <laughs> right. Gone long
1: And then you just find yourself with all these QBs in best ball but you also find yourself With a lot of really good skill players And all of a sudden you're you're at the top You're competing and hey, yep. What does every good competitive team need? Tyreek Hill
0: <laughs> What does Tyreek. every team need? It's not rebuilding. Tyreek Hill
1: Right Uh, The third, you know, for Shakir, I don't know. You probably want the third a little bit more. Zach Moss is a nice throw, and then somebody that I'm willing to buy. He's been producing really well, even with Jonathan Taylor back. And uh, I would say the Warp God himself. Tyreek Hill, at least for this year, is worth every bit of two firsts, even in a best ball league. And if you're rebuilding or you're in the middle and you're not really competing,
0: mm-hmm. why
1: are you still holding Tyreek Hill, man? If he's fetching these prices, you go out and you just get those first round picks and you punt this thing to next year. So, good move by Big Cory. He's tough to deal with. He's a hard one. He's stingy. But uh, we got it done. We got it done. Let's see if it uh, results in a championship, which I'm kind of hoping.
0: Yeah. And these are both are these are both your first, right? Yeah. Yeah, both of mine. That's what I thought. And, uh, you know, what's interesting, though, at this point, Mike, because your team is right there. Um, This is one of these teams I thought was going to be better and have a longer run than it did. Right now I'm on the – I think we're teetering. I think you're a game ahead of me. I'm right on the edge of missing the playoffs or sneaking in. You're, I think, comfortably at, like, the five seed. Probably with this trade now, Tyreek Hill going to this team, even adding Zach Moss in best ball, puts you in a a real chance to get a buy. I think, in this league. Um, certainly you're in the playoffs. The, yeah. the, the I think the big thing to discuss on this trade is Moss is worth a third. I don't even care if Taylor ends up making him relegated to 30-40% snap share. Moss probably still worth a third in a best ball league just because odds of a touchdown. You give him 8-10 carries a game, touchdown odds, he might pop a decent one. Like He's looked good enough, I think, to still warrant a third in best ball leagues. Shakir, to your point, I think is probably... I, but I would view it almost as a toss-in in this trade. Um, the big bulk of the deal, I would say, that you could make a discussion case for in lineup leagues. You send me, you want to send two first for Tyree Hill, no question. In best ball, I still think that's the case to the point you made. However, two liquid firsts for one piece. Tyree Hill is probably in best ball leagues one of the very few assets that I'm willing to send that for. That's not a quarterback, right? When we talk non-quarterback skill players. Tyreek Hill's in a very very select few, select group. Obviously, you're going to put, you know, Chase in that mix and other other elite receivers, but for a guy as old as Tyreek Hill, I mean, he could be the singular piece I'll pay to first for.
1: Yeah. Uh also to mention too, got the Tua stack. Uh I did oh, a deal not even too more long, so. Yeah, for for Tua as well, so uh Tua Tyreek stack now. You know, I ended up. That was a. I don't know if it was featured on the show. It's kind of tough. Uh, Blitz always seems to pull like the ones that I, just like my whole hum trades. You know what I mean? Doesn't pull the spicy ones. Maybe he thinks I got them too bad, so he, he doesn't want to put them on there. Uh, I appreciate it if that's the case too, right? That like, we don't we don't put all the ones. Where well, we, uh, just I, do, one I do. I do think
0: somebody. he. I do think he's made a, an effort to put, make sure that people don't feature too much on the show that aren't you and I because we feature every week. But I do think he's made a point of trying to get trades that are going to possibly drum up better discussion, closer trades, better for, you know, future, future deals for other people out there. And listen, we all love our, our home run trades. Um, so it's also a good thing I didn't send blitz that. Cause I, it's not I think it might've
1: been put on there. It was a, it might've been a week or two ago, but I traded away Anthony Richardson, who was part of my, my QB horde, you know, from before in the rebuild. And obviously all the nice high draft picks you get. Yeah. Hendon hooker, uh, slim nose first, a second, and I got back Hawk and, and Tua. So
0: Very if nice I was track. already
1: going that way, like getting off like we, of a zero and AR. I think we might have had that I
0: one. I think we featured that. I, I could be wrong. We we also do so many damn trades on here.
1: Right. And I'm you know, forty some leagues, like I, I trade like a madman sometimes. So uh Tyreek stacked with uh with Tua. So we're making the push for it. And the uh, the league simulator loves me. They loves me so. Uh, hopefully, koopa has got that baby dialed in. <laughs> he because if it's dialed in, Adam, we got a we got a title in the works right here.
0: I mean, I'm uh, I just got a trade from uh, Rosterbaiter. This is a complete side tangent, but I'll make it quick. He oh, must no. not know I'm rocking Alvin Kamara's jersey as he's trying to acquire him from me for for pennies. All right. For, yeah. So well, it's uh,
1: Rosterbaiter, so he always acquires things for for pennies.
0: Come on, Cody. Up the damn offer, at least give me something exactly. warrantable um all right, so i I would say Mike, this trade though makes sense for both sides, frankly, if you yeah. have Tyreek kill on and you want to rebuild, it is probably of the utmost importance to move him every single week, like you don't want these points being a reason that you end up going from like like for me anyway, I think in value right now, it will shift, but right now, for me in value, if I have a chance to secure a top three pick versus the one oh four like that right there is worth a tremendous amount in Dynasty. So um, if that's the case, right. Big Corey, just just moving off a of Tyree kill to get you a better chance at that is huge. All right, so Mike, let's get into the next deal here. I love this. You can hate blitzes, pools all you want, but this one, I love getting some Puka love um, with Mike on here. We just had a Campus to Canton pod where another Puka love was showered. Can't wait for Mike to dunk all over this. Dog <laughs> Dogzat is acquiring Puka Nakua. For Mighty Booch is Chris Godwin, 24 second and a 24 first. Now, this is a lineup start nine, 12-team Superflex PPR, lineup start nine, Golden Goats. Uh, Chris Godwin, talented kid. Um, we've seen some monster fantasy seasons. He's not having one this year. And then a first and a second, or Pukunakua.
1: Mm, this is tough here. It all hinges on where those picks are, right? Where that first projects. If this is just a late first and, you know, Second and start nine, even in like the early ones, I mean, they have value, obviously, but you're not really penciling uh, an early second right into your start nine lineup as a contender. So, Adam, it just depends mm. on where this first lands for me. If this is, uh, you know, mid to early, potentially, give me the Godwin the second and in, uh, in that side and see you, Puka. See you. <laughs>
0: see you. I'm gonna be honest. I think this is one of these trades where I could make the case for either side, just by the way it's structured, Mike. If you want to pull up and do the, uh, you know, the homework digging while I talk through this, I just think the way it's structured, Mike. To me, it lends itself for me to believe that this is a late first, right? So you see, the first that's going away is Dogzots. The second coming in is a, you know, Badake or Badake. I don't know. I don't know half these names. I make myself look stupid trying to say them out (laughs) loud every time. I love it. I I always do. Chris Godwin, to me, Mike, is an interesting one. I actually purchased him in a best ball league this year. Uh, actually, this year, this week. Um, in a lineup start nine, if I was rebuilding, I could make the case for this even if it's late. However, it's very close, right? Um, because I I know, I believe Puka is cemented himself in a top 15 dynasty wide receiver discussion in a lineup start nine. Like, that's a piece at his age range that I really don't ever want to move without getting true big time value back. Um, the one thing about Godwin that is interesting for me and, and troublesome, I guess I should say, if Baker has a chance to secure the starting quarterback position in Tampa next year, like I don't know their chemistry and their connection just hasn't been it. And um, you know, maybe Evans is getting a year older and him and Godwin finally get on the same page. Godwin's had some pretty high target games, Mike, but, really he's been either an afterthought or they haven't been able to connect and get on the same wavelength so like that's a worrisome part for me but at the same time Godwin is um he's starting to get into that range we talk about it Mike you get to that 26 range and it's what are you doing for me right now he's almost a, a staple uh, a perfect example of us talking about when you get to his age range and if you don't produce people start throwing you to the wolves and imagine like a year or two ago telling someone Chris Godwin is going to be in a Trade as a throw-in for a guy that's a late-round draft pick. Mm, Here we go, yeah. man. Here we go. So, I People think I think if that's a late, it, and I think if that's a late one, the last thing I'll say is I, I would say this is about top dollar for me. But if you can tell me for sure that that 24-first is going to end up on the late side, I could push this in for Puka Nakua.
1: It looks pretty good for dogs' hut, right? We're talking uh, the last four picks of a twelve-team league, so. It's pretty much just kind of locked in to be in a, a, pl- a heavy playoff contenders first.
0: So okay, I I would also say um...
1: now I mean I'm definitely not going to go out here and say that even with the Puka Nakua edition, uh the simulator still puts him in like third. Uh, no matter how you really look at it, he's in well, third now. So he yeah. just kind of finishes in the same spot. So it's not like a one eleven one twelve, but it's a lineup league Adam variance is uh is crazy. So. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah. I well the one thing that's interesting about that is if he doesn't if Dogzot doesn't earn a buy, Mike, and you're telling me it's not this clear cut top tier team, this could end up one oh seven too, right? Um very well could be. Right? You get in there, you sneak in, you're you don't have the buy, you think you're real good, all of a sudden that six seed you're playing has a monster week and you know, Puka's down and whatever else on his team has bad weeks. That's one of the big things I love securing a buy is just that extra, you know. <sighs> I'm good for one more week. I, I think this is actually a pretty damn good trade on value, man. I think I could make the case for either side. Um, if I'm rebuilding, like I don't love getting off of Puka and a lineup start nine, but if I was to do it, this is the type of price I need at least.
1: The uh, the second's gonna be early too.
0: Be yeah, early. that's why by, by structure it looked like that. So I think I think this is about as right as this is about as right as rain, man. This is about as right as a trade's gonna look for Puka. I don't think two two first. Is something that you'll see very often. I think more often than not, even though I do love Puka Nakua, I'll just take the two first in a lineup start nine league. So I think this is about right. Godwin hadn't been too bad either, right? Just a little bit of defense against him. I mean, he's been tough,
1: and he coming off of a down week, but uh, he's been all right. He's been all right. He's still a top one hundred WAR player. Yes, even in start nine. That's, I mean, top one hundred is also me like being generous. He's actually a top eighty. War player, so we can narrow it down a little bit more. So
0: yeah, wide receiver forty on the year. So um you want to talk about flat tiers though. Now now <laughs> right. I, I think I think your point still stands he's been, that he's talented he's been, and there's better days ahead. Yeah. He's been
1: Gabe Davis, but a lot sexier. Yeah, exactly. I don't see people out here arguing a whole lot for Chris Godwin at this point, but no. I'm just trying to d- defensive. Uh, being that the first is late though, Adam. Like I said, I'm gonna take the Puka. The Puka side give me the points, so we can be in agreement for once. All right, you don't gotta yep. hate me.
0: Oh no, no, it's cool. I'm with you. No, I'm with you. I was just saying, you know, irrelevant, but I, I would defend him. Like I, I just bought him. I uh, wish, I wish I would have had it on here. You know, we could have had a little more Chris Godwin talk. I apologize. Really? It's my fault. Blitz. All right, I'm gonna make sure Blitz didn't get you know crushed or something. I did. Um, he gets crushed for enough that he does. You know, poor right. kid. Twelve team superflex PPR lineup start eleven. Schumer, what up, Corey? I feel like uh, I can feel and hear the super chat in the background, like, telling us to do a shot right now. Huh? Yeah. Justin Herbert and Raheem Mostert on a contender for Watson Higgins picket. This is slam dunk, man. This is slam dunk for me. What do you think, Mike?
1: I uh, I still love T. Higgins a lot, but uh, Justin Herbert's that dude. So Yep. I'm
0: yeah. with you. I, 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 and, and it's <laughs> funny because – Not even, even going to try this shit. <laughs> it's funny, though, because, like, T. Higgins had a good game and, you know – Chase isn't hurt bad, but he, he fell on the uh, the back and, you know, whatever. Yeah. All that doesn't – listen, T. Higgins is nice purchase. It's fine. But I think right now if you tell me that I can get off of Watson and get into a more secure quarterback – I mean, Herbert had his worst game, gosh, it feels like in forever, uh, just yesterday on primetime. But it's kind of a irrelevant piece for me. Herbert's locked in top five. Watson, I think, in market right now – Maybe to the point where, Mike, I don't think it's ever going to recover ever to a top six quarterback. Like, I don't think it's possible.
1: I think it's possible. I think it's very possible. To get
0: into the top five or six, though, the reason I cut it off there is because even if he starts playing like those guys, he won't jump them in market. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's... Watson's highest end ceiling is getting to the back end of this discussion, right? Like, if he starts playing as a worth difference maker, he's probably in the right behind Herbert conversation because he's older and that also doesn't even bake in man. at this point people hate this man I mean they absolutely hate them Watson on the field off the field everywhere they hate him so
1: I mean some people are so childish they won't even say his name or type it out
0: see you know see what I'm saying you want him to get up in the top five they won't even type his name
1: you know you know who I'm talking about
0: I know exactly (laughs) what you're talking about you say his name
1: you say his name, but yeah, this is a uh, Herbert and Raheem
0: Mostert, pretty easily. <clears throat> I love getting. I also love Mike. I'll, I'll be honest, the fact that you like kind of squeeze. I feel like if you squeeze Mostert into this deal too, like, pretty well done. Um, guy that hasn't you know had the greatest weeks the last few. All right, Mike. You got, I knew you would love this part. This we get myself. mellow four times, buddy, four times the mellow. So let's try our best here to follow along. We just get right.
1: Mello in like a voice chat some night.
0: Like, yeah, I was gonna to say like us. if I like if Mello would have shown his face more, if I didn't have to beg him to come into VCs, which we don't do as often anymore, I might put him on the, the thumbnail, like Mello, right? But mm-hmm. nah, you ain't getting it, Mellow. You you lost your chance. Mike, I love the first trade here. Um getting off a of Heineke, even though it's not much, you get a third and a fourth. Okay. Like that's what I was hoping for if I had Heineke in lineup let me liquidate for something a third is fine you add a fourth and I don't really care about force but you add it in fine second part of the deal here right selling Mac Jones for Luke Schoonmaker in a 25 second lineup start time this part yeah see this part is where like okay I am interested I am wanting to move my Mac Jones I don't think I'm really I know I'm not I'm not willing to move him for a second in Schoonmaker no you tell me it's a couple of seconds. You tell me there's like a, a reasonable different upside for this type of a trade. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Not here. This one, I, I, I'll pass on this deal, Melo. Not Jags with the side. way like
1: quarterbacks are going down like left and right, you know? Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm just I, giving up that leverage for nothing.
0: <clears throat> correct. I, I, don't, I don't think you extracted enough back. Although Mac is not a sexy player, I'm not telling you you're going to get, you know, some home run deal. It's just not enough for me, frankly. Yeah, um,
1: yeah we're not out here saying you're going to get a first one. Right. We're just saying where's the leverage? Because this ain't it. You're training for a random second in 2025. <laughs> and Schoonmaker. Yeah,
0: that's <clears throat> bad. Um, okay. Now we get we sneak Blitz in. Now I know why Blitz wants all these in here. You didn't want to just put his on here. It makes It's all making sense now. Okay. Levis, Tannehill, Hollywood, Brown. Or a 24 first and a 25 second.
1: I really hate like handcuffing anything. But I guess in today's like market, if you're going to handcuff something, at least do it in a lineup league where quarterbacks are going down left and right. So just get yeah. your Levis and your your Tannehill. That, that like, part's I, completely fine.
0: I feel like there's a ten percent chance of uh, baking in the the um, what do you want to call it here, the Vrabel craziness. Also, like add mm-hmm. that into the mix. So yeah, I'm with you. I think here, like Tannehill acquiring Tannehill when I get Levis doesn't feel the greatest. However. If it gives you a spot start or two when Will Levis is either hurt or they go back to Tannehill, which would be just insane. I, I can't see it. Hollywood, though, uh, in the deal, Mike, where are you at? Kyler
1: Murray's coming back, man. He's coming back. Can't
0: coming get any back. worse than what it was with Clayton Toon last week.
1: We know that much. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he's definitely worth more than that 25 second. Uh, like I would pay more for Hollywood than that, even yeah. in a lineup start 10. Like he's yeah. still going to be a pretty good flex option for you on a weekly basis. Uh, I think in a start 10 lineup, like will Levis and Ryan Tannehill, either one of them or both of them. Like the first is a little bit rich still. Like it's just a little bit because how sure are we that? Will Levis is going to be that difference maker down the road. Like I like him. I like what I said. And, you know, go out and see if you can't make a deal for him and people want to sell high or whatever the hell it is. In their opinion, I still think he has quite a bit of room to grow. Um, but it might just be a little bit rich, depending on where that first is is landing. You know, I'm just looking at it from the perspective of it's 111 or 112. Then I go, all right, we're in the ballpark. I could possibly see it, but still, know your format. Know it's lineup start 10. Elite quarterbacks run this, not mid quarterbacks, um, but the Hollywood for for the 25 second by all means, Hollywood on that side. So, yeah, uh, I like this for for blitz. Depending on where the first is, could change it just a little bit. Um, But if I'm also, if I'm mellow to like two pieces that who gives a shit for him on a rebuild, get them off all of them.
0: I was just going to say, like, this is one of those where I could make the case for either side. I I would love to know more about the legit to a quit 99 or to a legit to a quit. So too legit to quit. I love that out here messing my reading up again. But, um, if that pick Mike is locked in more on the late side this year, I think it makes a lot of sense. If there's any type of upside in that pick though, man, I'll take, I'll take mellow side here because as much as I'd love Levis, I don't really foresee, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Let me just say, I could be wrong. I don't foresee him being this top 10 type asset, you know, and if I have a chance to get an earlier first or a mid to early first for that, I think in given his build, I think I'll take the uh, I'll take the first right now. If it's late, I think I can understand Melo doing this though, but a lot closer for me. Um, I tend to be, though, I'll say this. The reason I kind of want to just lean Melo's side in general is in lineup start 10, I tend to want to be acquiring assets by and large that are going to get me closer to the top right? It's, it's the opposite of best ball for me. Because Levis and Tannehill and Hollywood Brown, when you go to add them to a trade, it's going to be hard to get into elite conversations. You get a first and a second into a trade, I'm already starting to get to wherever I want to go, right? So that's where, just in general, I want to lean his side. Last piece, Mike. Done. Easy, smash, don't care if it's 26, don't care what year it is. I want a first for Jordan Love every time.
1: Yeah, that part was easy. Uh, the Mac Jones one I didn't really like. I like this one moving off. And you, you saw a QE horde, right? It wasn't the sexiest QE horde, but he did it. Um, I and don't know how much he really leveraged people, but uh, yeah. he did
0: okay. <laughs> and, cool. and you know what I like about this is, as much as I don't like it to be mellow, we got to walk through a little bit of a quarterback horde experience for those that still want to know and are curious. Mike, so let's, let's total it up. Let's talk about a quarterback horde and what you get. And what you sent, okay? Was it worth however long you held on to these assets? Heineke, I don't even include in the quarterback horde. He's just a pickup off waivers, and you hope to sell him, right?
1: It was, it was found money. <clears> That's right, was found money.
0: So I'm going to actually leave that piece out of this quarterback horde deal because I don't think it counts. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to just go Mac Jones, Tannehill, Levis, Jordan Love. There's your quarterback horde, right? Those are the pieces you're moving off of. You grease Hollywood in there. You net a 24 and a 25 first and a 25 second, 225 seconds and Luke Schoonmaker Jordan Love, Levis, Tannehill Hollywood Brown and Mac Jones, gone 224 uh, 24, a 25, two seconds, so it's two first, two seconds and Schoonmaker did he get enough? I would have liked
1: to see a little bit more leverage but in totality completely fine you got the assets you wanted back first, and you made your pick this year worse. Um, might have uh, held on to it. Like he, I assume when he went into it, he also tried to compete because he still has like Debo Samuel and Michael Thomas and Dallas Goddard and shit on his roster. Even though he's at the bottom of the ranks, like this honestly looks like this was his QB room for uh, for uh, attempted title run. And you see how that worked for you, right? Matt Jones and Tannehill and Jordan Love. So didn't work out so good for Melo, Uh, But nice of him to go, fuck it, none of these people are staples. These aren't staple assets at the quarterback position in lineup. Start 10 for me moving forward. Let me get draft picks. And uh, I can turn what wasn't an intended QB horde into a QB horde because I'm the only one willing to just dump every single one of these.
0: I was just going to say that, dude, because format is huge here, right? Lineup start 10. I want you to just think about this for a second, everybody. Lineup start 10. Mike, I could make the case right now that while we say he sold light on Mac, that every single one of these quarterbacks he's selling doesn't go for a first in this format. Yeah, Levis could be the one that would be, like, I could see it the most. Right now, anyone willing to buy Jordan Love for a first, come find me. I don't have any shares, but find somebody. You know, they'll do it. They'll take a, a first for Love, easy. First for Mac, easy. Tannehill's out of the discussion. And I'll still take a, a first for Levis typically if I'm in a full rebuild like he's having to do now. So if you just think about the format, and you tell me he's getting two firsts and two seconds, Mike, for all these quarterbacks, this cast of characters, right? I'm Right. I think he did a tremendous job pivoting. Because, Melo, I'm not going to give you credit of a quarterback horde because you didn't mean to. But you pivoted, all right? Nice job. <laughs> nice job okay Mike two quarterback league 12 team 2QB PPR best ball start 12 shit auction 3 do you want Liebert's side of Taylor Heineke and Dobbs we call this a um, a gross ACL pivot Danny Dimes second third or do you want Heineke and Dobbs here
1: this is a good move by Koopa good move to leverage Liebert into uh, paying more than what he should have in reality uh, this is how you leverage when people lose quarterbacks to ACLs that they were counting on, even in best ball leagues, even in best ball leagues, Adam, which I would actually argue are, is almost more important. But in lineup leagues, you got to push a button on a quarterback every single week in your super flex spot if you're really doing it right. So, yeah, th- this isn't bad. This isn't bad by old Koopa. <laughs> no, this, and, is, uh, this is
0: great. Dude, because think about it this way. To me, this trade is, what's wild about it is, a second or Dobbs, I think, is fair. A third or Tyneke, I think, is fair.
1: i take a second for Dobbs as an overpay.
0: <laughs> well, I mean... you're not getting what i mean is you're not getting him for a third if it's a late second i think that for dobbs is fair i'm assuming i
1: I would try to sell him in that start 16 uh best ball league that we're in like now that's fair however five weeks nobody wanted him i all i wanted was a third nobody wanted to give me a third for the guy
0: but that's that's a little different though because the quarterbacks are to the point we looked at Warp in that league right because there's so many starters it's way down the line now to your point, though? I'm not saying you necessarily are going to liquidate for a second. I just think that's about fair. My point with the whole thing is if you say, even if you said it's not, let's, let's just, for the sake of argument, pretend that a second and a third are fair on those two pieces. Okay. Dimes is getting added into the deal as the grease a piece. Free. I don't care sure. if he's hurt or not, man. That's craziness. That's the point I'm getting to is it's normally a grease piece of a third or a, you know a, a later type pick. You're talking about... Albeit a rough, a very rough asset given the circumstances of how he played this year and the ACL, that's a great, that's a great tax piece, man, personally. Yeah, Yeah.
1: tax the hell out of him. Sorry, Lieber. Lieber.
0: (coughs) Down goes Canada, buddy. Down goes Canada. All right. There he is. There's the man, the myth, the legend. Joshua Allen. Is this warp royalty? Goat rings is back in the trade house. Mike, A. Rich and Chris Olave. Yeah. Or Josh Allen in the third.
1: First off, go rings. Get two more friends. Make this 12 team league. There
0: you go. <laughs> Just gotta give you, them a little you, shot. They can, they can be weirdos too, right? They can two other weirdos. Absolutely.
1: There's plenty of weirdos. We got some in the Discord. <laughs> this is Josh Allen in the third. Josh Allen is Warp Royalty. Where is he at this year, right? Second Warp. Where was he at last year? Second warp. Where was he at the year before? First in warp. Where was he at in 2020? Second warp. <laughs> like, I don't know if you get any more consistent, Adam. Even Patrick Mahomes, right, who the de facto number one quarterback in all the land, even he's got some where he's like fourth. Yeah. Fifth. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Allen's like, no, I'm going to be one or two every single year. Just yeah, royalty. Now, what I argue, and I think I argued uh, this in the Discord where we were talking about he had the opportunity to go get Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts, and I said, personally, for me, the heater that Jalen Hurts is on, the number one Warp quarterback would be Jalen Hurts, and plus my Eagles fandom always kind of shines through, but Josh Allen is by no means a bad choice, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you could argue it either way, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, Josh Allen, and somehow he just like squeezes a third in there just because... Uh, but Josh Allen's worth every bit of a injured out for the season. Anthony Richardson and a Chris Olave.
0: Yeah, I think you know what's interesting. This ten team thing would throw it if Olave was playing as we expected him possibly to, right? Because it's ten team. However, here's the thing. Okay, and the reason I say that, let me just backtrack. In a ten team league, because the quarterback scarcity is shallower, right? There's not as there's not as many teams breaking up all the quarterbacks. um, it's not as as big of a jump relative to like a wide receiver, a high end one. However, Chris Olave is not playing as a high end wide receiver at this point, no. okay? right? So, if I when I factor that part in, this is where Josh Allen is worth it because the other, the other factor of the ten team is this: the scarcity isn't there, but the warp royalty that you just brought up, right? The guys that are hammers still absolutely drive the league, even in ten teams. So, um, I'll take the Josh Allen side here. The, I mean. I'll say this, it's nice to get a third, and I'm trying to package that in to move into something else because in 10-team, I don't really want to be drafting a lot of third-round picks. But, hell, like you said, man, at this point in this deal, I'd take it without the third. So go ahead, I'll take it. I'll take your third-round pick in 24 and see what I can do with it later. Um,
1: And the the best part about it is there is some IDP in this league too, so that third will be worthless, right? It's actually a piece.
0: Okay, so the third is a, a little... Got a little bump in value with the IDP right. factored in there. In lineup start eleven leagues, I'll say this too. Last part, I I think that if Mike, you got the war. Actually, I'm just I'm just thinking of warp here in this league. Mm-hmm. If Alave, let's say was, if that's AJ Brown, oh. what are you thinking here? No, no, agreed, no. Agreed. agreed.
1: Ten team, not the scarcity at quarterback uh yeah it'd be the AJ Brown side but the Agreed. fact that the fact that like Josh Allen is good in a 10 team league that just comes down a little bit more like he's the the tenth overall player in warp still very good in that yeah. elite tier but mm-hmm. AJ Brown is coincidentally number 3
0: yeah well that and the reason I wanted to go I wanted to go extreme okay so cuz AJ Brown is in a league like this that type of player is in the quarterback conversation right because they're that good right. like if you think about a 12 team league so Um, And then I think there's another tier of guys, you could argue. And then I think Olave's behind that. So that's where even adding A-rich to me in this deal, sign me up, man. This is too easy.
1: Well, like think about it, too. Alave probably carries dynasty value somewhere in that, like top 25, top 30 players, even in this format. Correct. Definitely not producing like it, right? Nope. But even if he was, say he was, um, Nico Collins is a top 25 option in Warp in this league, right? He's, he's sitting there with a nice 0.825 for your, uh, for your true warp, mm-hmm. right? 0.8 wins. Josh Allen's a nice 0.133, right? Like a half a win more. or, or yeah. not a half a win, but you know, a, a full half point more. So that, that's kind of the difference that you're talking. Olave's is way farther down the list and Anthony Richardson is not playing at all. So mm-hmm. I like the move for, for go rings. Um, if you were Saquon D's nuts and, uh, You're sitting here looking at it. Are you trading away Josh Allen for this if you're not competing?
0: Personally, I would not. Now, I think you could make – I think if you're doing this, you're betting on – like I think A-Rich could be in the conversation with a Josh Allen in a future year. So that's why I think you could, could make the case. I'll just be honest for you. For me though, Mike, I look at the way that Dynasty kind of works with this receiver cycle. Like, Alave wouldn't be the person I'm doing the bet for because of this. Alave in his rookie season showed me a lot of things that – I mean, me and you went back and forth with Garrett Wilson and Alave. I was still very in on on Chris Alave. But I think about when you go into a sophomore slump season relative to expectations, like that – if you look through the history, like the reality for Chris Alave to recover from that in both dynasty value and then also in points per game – Not very good, man. It's not that great of a scenario. It's not the rosiest of like Chris Olave has this huge home run win for me down the road because I'd much rather have Josh Allen than A-Rich as much as I do like A-Rich. So to me, the the bet is not worth it because of the Chris Olave factor. If it was a different type receiver, I could probably have a different conversation. For me, it's not because of the Olave side, but it's fair. It's fair if you wanted to do this.
1: Does that same principle apply then to Garrett Wilson?
0: Yeah, it does. Okay.
1: I, I was just curious. I was just curious. I know some people will go right to the fact that, you know, Aaron Rodgers wasn't there this year, tore his Achilles.
0: And, and well, his market in dynasty may give him that out, may right. more so give him that out than does but Chris Olave. still
1: following the same category for you. Like, for me, good. it does, yes. Right. yep. You actually hope that the market on keep trade cut, like it's excited when A-Rod's back and they jump up way too high on him, and then you go, perfect, now time yes. for you to get the hell off my team. Correct. And then Adam is now featured on the trade show to kick it off.
0: <laughs> there you go. Exactly. You know? Love
1: it. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it's fair. I just wanted to make sure that we hashed that out too because, you know, some people will look at it and they go, it's Aaron Rodgers thing. And I could go, well, Derek Carter, you know, hurt his shoulder and didn't want to throw the ball more than five yards downfield
0: for majority
1: <laughs> yeah. of the season. So,
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean – I would say, if you ask me who I want, I'll still lean Garrett Wilson, but the principle that I just talked about, it applies to both guys. It applies to a a receiver that we see something out of in their rookie year that wasn't necessarily like hammer points for game. So then we're wanting to see that in their sophomore year. And if we don't, and there's a letdown, I just think that because you're going to continue to see, man, just think about how it works. You're going to continue to see Jordan Addison's, all these young guys coming. You're going to have a whole other wave of guys coming in next year. Like, the excitement, I just think people don't consider this. The excitement now for a guy of Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson who have not done it for two years in a row, it, it it just it doesn't have the same shine. And I don't think people really think about that a lot when it comes to these type you. of assets.
1: Do we just lump them all in then? Right? Like Drake London would fall into this category now? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You know it had not been a great year for him the the uh, only thing
0: i'll say about it is this if somehow one of these guys down the stretch like becomes very very good like let's say the final seven games or something they're in a top 15 if you just filtered by warp in those games their top 15 options maybe it changes for one of them right but gotcha. as, as it's trending yes i agree if with Drake this, if Leonard. this
1: currently were to continue for the rest of the year or, correct. We future cast into f- further years down the road. And, you know, we like what we've seen from Zay Flowers and Puka Nakua and some of these rookies right now, Jordan Addison, you mentioned. But if they're, you know, we're eight, nine weeks into next year, and it's like they just kind of been mid, man. <laughs> Gone. See ya. <laughs> yep. I get you. I'm with yep. you. I think that's the way to play it. Yep. Bye, Chris Palaver. Bye, AR. Hello. Oh. Hello. Hello, Warp Josh Warp. Allen.
0: Warp royalty, Josh Allen, go get you some. I think that's the other thing too. Even in ten team, when we have a chance to get a Josh Allen, if those are the pieces, I just do it. Typically, um, all right. Deep sea, man. Let me just say this. Deep sea again. This is the way I'm going to continue to phrase it. He's out here making waves. He's making a name for himself. Um, Deep sea is acquiring Mike Evans, Raheem Mostert, Curtis Samuel, Mike White, sending away Nico Collins, Gardner Minshew, Darrell Henderson. This is a 12-team Superflex, two-quarterback-tiered PPR, Best Ball Dynasty start 12. Now ah, we can leave the rest of us out. Man, this is Stopa's. This is Stopa's old team, all right? This yeah. is how everybody knows this team. This is
1: Stopa's old team. Deep Sea did a great job of uh, piecing it together. Now he leveraged every damn pick that he had for, like, the next seven years, I think. <laughs> I think we might even have some pins. Like yeah, there's a couple pins.
0: Twenty has gone, 20 <laughs> It, it's a 2028 pick swap. We have to figure that out when the pick comes in. You know,
1: I'm in this league and I'm competing with him. And he tells me about it all the time. Like I want, you, I want somebody to find or to, you know, find somebody who looks at you the same way Deep Sea looks at this leak. <laughs> Maybe you don't. He kind of looks at it like it's the FBI and this thing's on a terrorist
0: watch list. <laughs> Listen, he's he's. I would say it's more like you know that your your celebrity crush. It's kind of like he he stalks it. You know, I would it's, say uh, so.
1: Uh, I saw this deal go down. This is one of the better ones um, Deep Sea's done. <clears throat> like I, I really like it for his side. Uh, getting Mike Evans, Raheem Mostert, uh Curtis Samuel. The Mike White thing pass in best ball. I know he's got Tua, um, but you know how I am with zeros and backup quarterbacks. Like no, not when he can just go out and find them for, you know, fab. Or you can, you know, pick a Tyson Bajan up, or even if you need to. Unfortunately, for Lieber, Lieber got leveraged earlier in the show when he needed one, and there probably wasn't something available. But generally speaking, okay, Adam, yeah. they're they're available for people. Who go, I don't want this dude. Take him, right? It's the it's the mellow trade with Taylor Heineke. Take this piece of shit. <laughs> I'll take any third, fourth, whatever. Just get him off my team.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna just listen. Deep sea, I think you've done a uh, a very good job with the the team. You're you've pushed this into a contender this year. Whether it wins or not, we'll find out. But this is a contending team. You've done a good job given the situation. Over leveraging is something I try not to do. <clears throat> like even my strongest of strongest teams, I don't typically move picks outside of twenty five. Just because, man, you look you fast forward three years from now, I don't care how good your team was. Because I've seen some of those teams that ain't, and they're needing to rebuild. So I try not to touch 26 unless it's absolutely a smash. My point here is this. Let's get into this specific trade. I mean, I don't, like, I don't, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Like, first of all, the Mike White thing makes the deal look like a best ball trade four for three. It isn't. This is a three for three. Let's just. Right. Buying insurance isn't that big of a deal for me, frankly. I I would rather get quarterbacks that can get into my lineup than I would just have a zero sit, frankly. Right? If I want mm-hmm. injury protection for Tua, I got Gardner Minshew already playing. He's my injury protection. And another. And he could play this board. week. <laughs> yeah, you know, we kill two birds with one stone. That's exactly what I want to do in best ball. So that's parts let me just say it this way when I look at this trade let me ask you just one for one let me just go across some things here Mm -hmm. Mike Evans or Nico Collins who do you want right now in best in best ball dynasty league Nico agree okay let's go now here's I think gonna be where things are different Moser is going to then for me probably beat Henderson and Minshew
1: yes by himself
0: yes however I would say this Samuel I don't know if he was hurt or not when he made the deal was he hurt already
1: uh no i don't think he was well he might have got banged up that week but it wasn't like official that he wasn't playing yet
0: yeah so like i think samuel like in a healthy situation playing well could make this deal Mm -hmm. understandable for me right to take that side but when i factor in where he's at right now like i honestly like look at this deal as kind of lateral
1: I get it. I get it. At least for me when I look at it though, like how I'm projecting it. Kyron's going to be back after the bye. Um, and I never really thought mm-hmm. any... Daryl Henderson, thank you for your service. It was a nice run. Glad you do it. But this is also one of those guys you'd be like, wasn't he just getting like 20 carries last week? And then you see that he, he gets released. Right? Oh, no. <laughs> he's like, we don't appreciate it. you. And now he's back on the, the free agent
0: Don't get it twisted because I'm with you. However, like I just look at Henderson and Samuel as like what I get out of them weekly, cool. And if they were to go to zero, I already kind of have them penciled in there. Those two guys, okay. right?
1: I pencil in Curtis Samuel at least a little bit above it, right? Like if you're going to tell me one for one, who do I want, Henderson or Samuel? I Samuel want I want.
0: I would agree there. I just mean I'm kind of putting them both in that bucket of I know I can't liquidate these pieces. All my best ball teams, they are what they are. And if they go to zero, I'm kind of not shocked. Um, I'm with you. I would rather have Samuel. My, my, my point here is this. For me – The Mike White thing is an injury piece that's now holding a zero, which is not what I want to do. I already have Minshew as a part of my quarterback room in best ball. Mm -hmm. Mostert definitely is the reason that you make this trade. If you're doing this trade, the entire thing is based on hitting a Mostert home run for weeks in the playoffs because his dynasty value is nowhere. But as a pushing piece on a contender – means a ton right so you're basically in my mind you're making the bet on moster and you're foregoing a lot of the nico upside to try to get a similar player in contending piece for mike evans so if i was gonna give him credit that's what he's doing right he's basically getting off of the nico age trying to replicate the same thing with evans with the idea of getting a hammer in your lineup in Moster some weeks
1: i get you uh it's cool we we're recording this on tuesday so on wednesday night um, we'll we'll have Allen Szlowski on too, so we can talk to him a little bit about this trade in this league because it's kind of interesting. But I thought it was interesting for Allen too. I didn't I didn't quite understand it. Um, yeah. This trade went down right after I just handed him uh handed him an L. <laughs> so we played this past week. Uh <laughs> gave gave him the business, and this league's weird too in the best ball sense that uh, there's only four spots for playoff teams. Right. So playoffs yeah, still start at the same in time. Right. Week fifteen, it starts, but you have a two week championship, so only four are getting in. Uh this knocked Allen a game and a half after this loss, a game and a half out of even making the playoffs in a best ball league. So kinda like I don't know. I don't mind, you know, if I'm him selling Evans Mostert, you know, Samuel like these pieces. Um getting Nico back was cool. Uh but like the rest of it, i like I think I might have explored other people <laughs> you
0: know well, I mean? like, I'm, with, I'm with you if you're if you're alan and you make this move trying to still make up that game and a half fine i actually can understand it still again i would say yeah. this though if you do this move with the idea of like i may miss the playoffs now like i don't think a game and a half out that alan's looking to rebuild just yet i think he's trying to stay relevant and this does though at least for him if i was trying to thread the needle which when i really I think about hold. it now if I tried to thread the needle, I like it because now I can probably sell Minshew because he's the starter for the rest of the year somewhere, right? And then Henderson is the one piece. So, like, why? Well, I don't want to take right. that on. I don't want to take Henderson yeah, on. This
1: is one of those leagues too that has a week thirteen trade deadline too. So he's going to have to make a decision here in the next couple of weeks, like relatively quick. <clears> yeah. He's, so he's got
0: he's got four or five weeks still. I mean, he's. I think you can sell a guy like Minshew pretty he's, he's reasonably. Got,
1: he's got he's got three weeks exactly.
0: Three weeks. Well, we, yeah. Well, when you're seeing this, you, yes. When you're seeing this, you do because this is going to already week ten's about to start. Yeah, Um so I I still think you can sell Minshew to a contender going into the last week of the you know week thirteen pretty easy. We're selling Samuel, and selling Mike White. Yeah, I don't think those are happening at all.
1: That's fair. That's fair. You might That's, get forced for him.
0: Yeah. That, that well, you could. My my point is that. If you try to thread the needle, I can understand it. I think I'd be trying to Henderson right now.
1: Yeah. yeah. Just get off of Henderson before he goes to zero. <laughs> right. and do it, do it soon.
0: Everything. Hopefully, while he's still considered a starter, you can move him for anything. A fourth, that's a third, right. right? Yeah.
1: Interesting deal between the two. We're going to see how it all shakes out, and it'll shake out with me hoisting a championship trophy. And Just, you know, that's what I do.
0: I love this. I will say um, this has become – a league that I'm not in that <laughs> because of the craziness with Stoppa, because of this.
1: I just like to throw shots, man. I just do it is a
0: this has become a highlight piece league. Like this is a main attraction type of a league. Um sorry, I almost called him Stupa. Um deep sea. Way to go, buddy. You almost called him still. <laughs> no. Degeneration Generation X. What's, Le- what's
1: Blitz doing making the
0: trade show twice here? <clears throat> I think it was, you know, he, I think Blitz was sneaky and did a good job because he snuck himself into that mellow quarterback horde. Hey, just I just happened to be a part of that quarterback horde. Yeah, now here's okay. my deal. And you know what's crazy, Mike? This is how you know Blitz is sharp. I'm going to give him a little credit because we dunk on him all the time. He uses two Sauvage members to be like, listen. This is these are just their trades. We got to get there. We got to get their deals on the show. Right. You know? I love that aspect. That's smart, man. With that thinking man gif, uh, Christian, go ahead and cue that up.
1: More than just a hat rack, friend.
0: You know. <laughs> get the Joey one, maybe. Let's get the Joey one in there. Sammy Laporta or D- uh, Dallas Goddard and Joe Mixon, man. What you thinking?
1: Um, let right now. With Cotter being out four weeks, you want Sam LaPorta, no question. This is easy. Now, let's live in an alternate reality where Dallas Cotter doesn't break his <laughs> forearm. <laughs> Best ball, if I'm competing, I'll take the two for one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even though it's Sam LaPorta. It's point seven five premium. I love Sammy ball game. Um, but if I'm contending, you know, give me another tight end. Relatively in the range of what Sam LaPorta is scoring or will score or could outscore Sam LaPorta you know, on multiple weeks and give me a running back who can just trip and fall in the end zone a few times. So I'd mm-hmm. want the two one. <clears throat> now, you know about it hindsight. Um,
0: this Damn is me. easy.
1: Sam Laporta, no matter if you're a contender or a rebuilder, I would I mean, say beforehand it would be a contender versus a rebuilder or asset acquisition type type move.
0: Yeah. I think when Goddard's healthy, we can have a nice little discussion here. I think with him not being healthy, it's it's ball game. Let me just ask you though. Let me just ask you this: If you know that Goddard's going to play, let's say in four weeks, like if you could, fi- if you th- if you thought to yourself, "Man, I know that my tight end room is going to be okay for the next four weeks," is it? I'm not going to say it's a move you make because it's not mark- market won't dictate this, right? But is it more palatable if you knew that? No. <laughs> okay. Like I'm, I'm just talking more from the sense of if I made this trade, I don't like it today. But if my tight end room is already good enough, I could, I could be like, all right, I'm not going to be killed over this deal. Like my team won't lose a playoff spot because of this deal. But to the point of who won the trade, if with hindsight knowing the Dallas an injury, it's always going to be Laporta. I'm just thinking if I did make this deal, this is where I talk about this. I'm trying to guess. Let me, I mean, let me, let me try to re uh, reword this to the point of what I'm, my focus is. This is why I talk about de-risking in best ball. Because got Dallas Goddard got hurt immediately after the deal. And I think as long as you build your tight end room appropriately, this doesn't kill your team. That's kind of what I'm talking about here, right? Like, this is why you de-risk yourself. Because if you this is already hindsight 2020. We have it in writing. But to your point, Mike, if you made this deal with Goddard healthy, you would make take the Goddard side. Goddard gets hurt. Yes, of course you want Laporta now. But Mixon's good enough to maybe make your running room, money, running back room better, and you can patchwork the tight end position until Dallas Goddard comes back. I guess is the 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 point I'm trying to get to here.
1: That's fine. That's fine. Uh, right now, though, the way you uh, look LaPorta. at it, it's but... Laporta. Yes, Laporta yeah.
0: wins this trade. There's no discussion about that. I'm not trying to argue that point. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Like I wouldn't make this deal right now, knowing what I know about that. The thinking that well, in four weeks I'll get that.
0: No, 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 no. Of course not, because Sam Laporte is tight end one. Market doesn't dictate you taking a hurt Dallas Goddard and a way down the line Joe Mixon. I not not the point I'm making. I'm not saying hey, this is still the Goddard side. No, you
1: can still make this trade work in four weeks. You know what I mean.
0: That is the point I'm getting to. Blitz wins the trade. I'm no debate there. Okay, it's still palatable. In four weeks. that That's the point I'm making is that in best ball, I just want people to think about this again. In best ball, you can pivot off of Sam Laporta, the tight end one in Dynasty, take the tight end downgrade or, you know, tier down, let's call it. That guy gets immediately hurt and you could still be okay in best ball if you're built right. That's the point I'm making.
1: And true. Even if it is a 0.75 tight end premium, matter, like it matters. It matters. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how many people this year too. Like I've heard bit like ridicule <laughs> me for my shitty best ball tight end rooms. And you've seen them like, you know, will Disley's and Colby Parkinson's Adam. Yep. And, uh, you know, they're ridiculing me while I'm on top of the league <laughs> like, well, in the first place. That's one ball, point. Like You could just throw a bunch of shit at the wall sometimes at tight end and get by. So even I was if you didn't have a good you. tight end room, just start stacking those turds up, man. I just was going to have – Josh Oliver's up in here.
0: We're going to have to go – we're going to have to go down hypocritical lane if uh, if you wouldn't at least acknowledge. Because to your point, I think I look at a lot of teams that I'm very, very well built in best ball. I mean, like, I, frankly, I did lose this week. Um in that league. Shit league. The OG shit league. I can make the case, Mike, this is gonna be one of the best teams I'll build in a best ball league. It's ridiculous. And you know what the thing is? If you look, you're gonna tell me one position of weakness and it's tight end. Shoot, man. Irv Smith is my tight end one, right? Like, but guess what? I don't give a shit. I'm not trying to hammer you home at tight end position. I'm not. I'm beating you at every other position and you can win tight end by five spot by five points a week if you want. I just beat you by 50 everywhere else. I don't give a shit. Like, Sam Laporte is also another piece about him. Like, I Blitz is definitely winning this deal. And I want to acquire Sam Laporte. Mike, here's the thing. When I've gone out there to try to even sniff around, I always come back to myself in best ball, and I'm like, no, dude, this is a terrible purchase. You're going to end up paying market that is not going to get you points in your lineup worth yep. what you pay. So you're, you're just not. Like, so, That's part of the problem with the tight end position in best ball is just on a cost analysis perspective, you're better off patchworking it, man, with the cheap turds than you are paying up for Laporta and Andrews and Kelsey over and over. You want to make one of these purchases here and there? Now, here's the one thing. If you had a great, great team, Mike, and you made this trade and Sam Laporta is now in your lineup, oh, you're loving that. This is the type of move I want to get Laporta for, but typically his price is too high for me.
1: I'm with you. Like in reality, Sam Laporte is having a a good year, and uh, Joe Mixon ain't that far off of him from like warp perspective. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. It's kind of the reality of the tight end position. But anyway, all right. This one, I'll be honest with you, Mike. I just, I just stone cold don't understand.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: Cain, Strain, I'll tell you this much, man. We're going to have to go back to biblical days because I think this is where Cain killed Abel, man.
1: Cain <laughs> is Abel. Cain killed Abel.
0: Mike. <laughs> CJ Stroud is absolute. I would pay Justin Fields and any 24 first that I can guarantee is not 103 or earlier by a country mile for CJ Stroud. Yep. Yeah.
1: Peter I don't even give a shit.
0: I don't even give a shit about the rest of these pieces that much, man, right? But like, come on, dude.
1: Just so the uh the podcast audience get it, it's Tank Bixby, Luke Musgrave, CJ Stroud, Aiden O'Connell, and a 25 second. If you didn't think I was done, uh for Justin Fields and a 24 first. <laughs> Adam's still in disbelief. He's
0: I'm truly sh- I'm truly speechless, Mike. Because people are so out on fields. Like, I'm not out to the degree that a lot of the people in the community seem to be. But, Mike, if I can pivot off of Justin Fields, believe me, I'll do it. <laughs> right? Man. Like, a single first in Justin Fields gets you CJ Stroud plus? I don't, uh, I don't understand it, man. Um, this
1: does give AJ Stone three first-round picks next year right so we kind of hit that first threshold marker but uh this first is on the uh the the mid to late side i mean kane strain is doing pretty well for himself right now already uh but uh yeah <laughs> he just got another quarterback who's playing really well i don't uh, i don't understand adam i'm with you i don't <laughs> uh i it made me worried when i looked kane strain up and i'm like only one sleeper league and then I see why this might be the only one, right? These are these might be some friends and family. It's these too good. Be, yeah. It's
0: a uh, I don't no. Know. I mean that it makes a lot of sense. I, why why start up a new startup when I can keep doing this, right? Like look at this thing. This is my this is my prized possession, dude. Just think about this though, Mike. Sincerely, I could I could make the case that Bigsby Musgrave don't really actually do anything for my lineup teams, even in start twelve. Um, Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell, at least maybe I can move right. Um, like I, I, I like Aiden O'Connell's upside. I just think in lineup, like I prefer to move if I can, just because I don't think it's ever going to be a difference maker at the position. So, but if, it when he doesn't you,
1: have to be too. But I mean, this isn't a bad guy to have as your third quarterback for. Don't body get me wrong.
0: Exactly, change. he could be yeah. a body of a replaceable level yeah. insert. Um, mm-hmm. My point is just I'm trying my best to to minimize these three assets. And just say, Mike, the fact that I get a second back. Like, if you tell me those other three pieces are there, the fact that I even get a second back, I'm just I'm laughing to the bank. A first in fields is, is already C.J. Stroud. I don't understand, man. Like, I got nothing. C.J. Stroud is coming off of one of the best performances you've seen from a rookie quarterback. Period. The timing is the the craziest part to me, because Mike, you tell me this deal gets done in the summer, and I'm like, man, the Fields guy, the Fields guy probably won this trade. Like, understand that you know you, there, there's there's things to discuss in timing. Market timing shit. is insanity here. Yes. This is fe- yeah. CJ Stroud's coming off of a 50 point game in some leagues, man. Mm. I mean, phew, crazy, crazy it, deal.
1: And and I would listen. I'll go out and say it, the best rookie performance. We've ever seen at the would, quarterback position.
0: I would agree. I, I think you can argue specific ones, so that's why I put one of the because you know someone will say, "Oh, this one, fine." You can have your pick. My point is, this is absolutely in the one of the best games you've seen a rookie quarterback play in a already impressive rookie season.
1: Not even the fact that he's a rookie, okay, and yeah, it's the Texans. But watching that game, right when they cut to it on red zone. You know, Texans are in the red zone. Here we go. We're going to go live. He's already had a good game. But when you make a throw that literally makes me audibly, out loud, oh. in a basement by myself go, oh, shit. <laughs> like that dot, that perfect dime he threw to take Dell. Mm. <clears throat> I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, don't, I do. I don't know how to control my emotions. I do. Okay? I
0: smash my phone accept button on this trade. And and well, you, yeah, Mike, do you see who's this- sending this? aj like that's why i'm trying to make sure you smash your phone you break your phone you get a new one right that's why you have that's why you carry insurance all right you You don't even you don't
1: even fuck around and do the atm
0: this is a uh, even if i even if i knew i could get a better deal with the atm this is you just break your phone right now um but (laughs) like here's the other thing to that point i will say a, a part of the a part for me of the insane upswing for C.J. Stroud that I don't actually think the community is baking into this, which is the scariest part to me, Mike. Look at everybody on this Texans team. Damian Pierce, Devin Singletary, Tank Dell, Nico Collins. I mean, you name them. Dalton Schultz, maybe. I mean, not really. My point is, Mike, this is a cast of characters that he's playing with, right? He is significantly elevated Nico Collins- to the point where he is a discussion, and we say we'll take him over Mike Evans. That happened because of CJ Stroud. That doesn't happen when it was Davis Mills and these other guys. I think what's being lost is CJ Stroud is playing so good despite mid to low end talent all around him, everywhere. Like, bake that into CJ Stroud's price, and I'd say you could make a case he's higher in Dynasty.
1: It's fair. It's fair. Oh man, I'm just going back, and I love sleepier too because I just get to look at all these uh these AJ Stone deals.
0: <laughs> oh no, oh no. Sleepier,
1: sleepier League Management SouthHarmonFF.com. Go check it out; it's good times, man.
0: This poor oh, kid. We're we gonna we're we gonna we're gonna go like list off. This is like when you look up a criminal record. Like how bad is it? No. Yeah.
1: He really has a thing for uh for some Tank Bigsby though.
0: <laughs> oh okay. Maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe an Auburn guy. You know. You try
1: seconds for tank Bigsby. <laughs> two seconds uh, just one but oh okay. one, one's too much
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i could see it you know in the off season you're like oh yeah tank's gonna have a real role no man the tank does <sighs> missed the second discussion since since probably week one yeah <laughs> he's been out of the second discussion for me for quite some time and if you uh, if you tap into Scott Cotter, what he
1: does all the time, like I remember Scott being very vocal about Tank Bigsby, Kendra Miller, yeah, uh, like Charbonnet, <clears throat> he's like, I'll take any second you send me right now. And people are like, they were second round picks this year. And He goes, they don't fucking matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> the liquidity is more. Well, important. my Keep favorite part back. of his,
0: my favorite part of that, he's like, why? Because you like them? Because you like their profile? I don't give a shit about a profile at running back. Are they getting work or aren't they? And you can make the case, all those guys aren't getting work. And guess what? Scott's a G. I would. I also would have told you, <laughs> just because I would have told you on odds, he would end up losing one of those just out of principle, right? One of those guys will end up getting enough work. So some of, one of them is going
1: to hit and it's going to be the. Exactly. Right. If he would have done that with A Chan, right? People are like, see, this is why. But, you know, to go like four for four or five for five or whatever. None,
0: of, the, none of these guys ended up even getting minimalistic work it matters so their dynasty values way outrageous um interesting interesting deal to finish it great job uh Kanes train just listen man i'll tell you this you can you can come on the show anytime any time but i tell this to people all right you you need to do yourself a favor i know you're only in one league but you got to lay low man people are going to be looking for you um after a deal like that
1: i mean uh you talked about sending away justin fields here quickly before we bounce out of here live just came in. <laughs> Hot. Hot off the presses. Somebody wants my Justin Fields. Breaking news though, it doesn't involve CJ Stroud of any what? kind and it involves what? Trey Lance, Daniel Jones, and a fourth round pick.
0: Oh, I was gonna say, what kind of plus can you get with CJ Stroud?
1: <laughs> uh no, I get two broke ass quarterbacks at a fourth rounder. So uh I don't even know how to counter that.
0: Pass. That's yeah, how you that's pass. how you counter it. Pass. Just the client. I appreciate
1: everybody tapping in. This was a good one, Adam. Really like the deal. Some good stuff going down. Uh though. I got my eye on you. Alright? Alright. Gigs up. Alright. So you know. I'm watching you.
0: I, I got some news wow. for all y'all to, all y'all too. Um if you can buy Josh Allen, warp royalty, I think right about now, if you look at a deal, this is what I'll say with Josh Allen, especially in twelve team. That was a ten team we looked at, but in twelve team. If you look at the deal and you can make a case to yourself where it's like this isn't really a bad overpay, it's worth the overpay. If, if it looks fairish in market outside of you're losing you know, an arm and a leg in best ball and you just can't afford the depth, I I think you make that deal for Josh Allen. He's too valuable to teams that want to win a title.
1: Yeah. With the warp Royalty. Warp royalty, warp royalty, baby, him? and crown his ass.
0: Got news for y'all y'all probably seen uh you y'all, pro- y'all probably seen a crown on a man uh Josh Allen right now. Well, he is who we thought he was.
1: Good at football, good for fantasy, definitely. For
0: you know what's crazy, Mike? <laughs> you could maybe argue the football part. They're out. They're outside the playoffs right now. You know that That's today, nuts, man. Oh, However, it
1: speaks to how good the AFC is too, though. I
0: agree. The whole North is in the playoffs right now. For the That's record now all four, of them? all four all four are in four, four. if it was today all four
1: love it now congrats man let's just now, end the season right now
0: i would love it you tell me we're in the playoffs i'm happy okay especially given how watson's played and all that however the point that definitely hammer home is it doesn't really matter what the bill's record is josh allen is a stud in fantasy he's a yes. fantasy
1: stud yes sir well that's gonna do it here for us on the dynasty trade show reminder if you like it, you stuck with us this long, go down, hit the like button, hit the subscribe. There's no reason there should be forty percent of you unsubscribe. Either that or you just really hate us and this is uh this is all a ploy to troll the shit out of us, which I madly respect, by the way. But if you made it this long just to troll us and not subscribe, you are you're a legend in my book, my friend. Adam, that's all I
0: got. I'm I'm frozen, so we'll see you back here. Same time, same place next week. We're out of this thing. Peace. Leave it.
1: Leave it. Don't even I will. cut that part out. This is amazing.